sharing a house with somebody has got to be really challenging. I mean, we've all had roommates before, but even in situations nowadays, like you may rent a house and rent, you know, a room or a floor and have somebody that lives above you or whatever. And that's exactly the situation he's found himself in. Well, something is happening in the house that he's like, I feel like my landlord needs to know this is what's going on the second he leaves his house. But if he brings this up, honestly, like, is that going to only make things weird? We call this episode Landlord Lust, and you'll see why today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, here we go. Welcome to your 13th of July episode. So happy to have you here. This is our daily podcast that we do every single day. I, I don't need to say daily podcast in every single day. That's, that's redundant. This is our daily podcast that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I think I figured out why we're all in such screwed up relationships. And I'm going to point the finger at Morgan Wallen. Do you know Morgan Wallen, Mom? No, I have no idea who that it's a is. Country singer. He has a, yeah. a popular song out right now. Yeah. Called Last Night. And if you listen to the radio, it doesn't matter what the format, it's like I said, it's country, but like I hear a lot of pop stations playing it too. And obviously I can't play music on the podcast because that's like a no-no. So I'm gonna try to play it in the background, kind of like we do with Jimmy Mack and not get in trouble for this, but I can't even guarantee. <laughs> but I'll play a couple seconds of it so you know what song I'm talking about. So I haven't really paid attention to this song very much because mm-hmm. I'm not doing country. Mm-hmm. But I was working out today and it came on. And Dan and I had this conversation when we were in, okay, where we go last? Costa Rica. Uh-huh. And I, uh, <laughs> we're like, I think that we are brainwashed into being an extremely toxic uh, relationships. And that like, it's become so normal that like we don't even realize it. So let's let's just I start listening to the lyrics of the song and I'm like, God, this is awful. This kind of reminds me of like Titanic. Okay. It's the same oh. thing. It's, it's the same kind of like idea of like y'all are all into this <laughs> Titanic love story. But when we really broke it down, we were like, that's trash. <laughs> but like I can almost break down every pop culture song. To do exactly the same thing. So mm-hmm. let's, I want to do this. I want to go through these lyrics. This is a very popular song right now. I want to go through these lyrics and let's talk about like, is this, are we like hearing this stuff over and over and over again? And so then somewhere programming ourselves. It's like, it's like, we're just like, oh, well, this must be normal because this sounds <laughs> like I heard Morgan Wallen sing about this. Like mm-hmm. we've almost turned love and relationships into like an extreme, like normalized, extremely toxic situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just read through these lyrics. And I'm going to, I'm going to okay. say this as if I am, I'm like one of your friends yeah. and I'm coming over to your house and I'm telling you about me and my new relationship with this person that I'm in. Okay. So here uh-huh. we go. So if I came over and I was like, girl, listen to this last night, we let the liquor talk and I can't remember everything that we said, but we said it all. And you told, uh, he told me that he wishes that I, I was somebody that he never met. Okay. We could stop it right there. What? Three, three lines into the song. <laughs> and if you, if your friend came to your house and was like, girl, I got last night, my boyfriend told me he wishes I was someone that he never met. You'd be like, girl, like that's, that's mm. bad. Like, yeah, that is bad. Like you deserve something. So, so then your friend continues and your friend says, yeah, but then he was like, baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way. This is our last night. 
Okay. Let's just stop right first first stance of the song there. Mm-hmm. Stop it right there. Big problems, mm-hmm. huge red flags here. So basically, you guys are you guys are getting drunk together. You're basically saying cussing each other out, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. And then, then he's like, "Hey, I wish I never met you." Uh huh. And he's like, "But I really don't think this relationship's going to be over." Uh-huh. Okay, that's literally four lines of the song. Mm. Let's keep going. The friend continues. Said, yeah, so then after that, so again, we're just talking like it's like this is just normal pop culture. I'm in a normal conversation now with a friend. <laughs> so then he like kissed my lips and then he like, we like had sex and then he made me uh, grip the sheets with my fingertips. Okay. Uh-huh. But, but you're like, wasn't this just the same guy? I told you like. <laughs> Who said he wished he'd never met you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had like a. Uh, like Sadly, a, a, that happened. A mm. little bit of, uh, we, we had, um, we split a fifth of, of, of Jack. Mm-hmm. And then we just talked about life, mm-hmm. and then uh, you, uh, he said he, he uh, he's. <laughs> so I'm trying to like turn this into uh, <laughs> other way. So he said then um, he said that 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 he he knows that we love to fight, and I say some shit I don't mean, <laughs> but I'm still gonna wa- wake up one uh, wanting you basically. So like we sit here and like we just basically yell at each other and we get drunk and then we just have sex. Like the sex is really good, mm-hmm. so we're just going to overlook the fact that we're constantly each other fighting <laughs> with one another. Okay, this is the song that like we're we're playing like constantly. Okay, and honest mm-hmm. to God, you can as Dan and I were sitting here, we were playing a a playlist of like nineties R and B songs. Uh-huh. And they're basically all the same message, which is like, you treat me like absolute shit. <laughs> Love gone wrong. <laughs> you treat me like absolute shit, but it's, it's, it's okay because I love you. So like, yeah. we're going to fight and we're going to scream, you know, uh-huh. and then, I mean, let's see. Okay. So let's, let's take another pop culture song right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, let's take the song waffle house by the Jonas brothers. And I'll play just a second of this one. Okay. Very popular song right now. Okay. Okay. You know that song, right? So let me, I'm going to just read the lyrics to, to the Waffle House song. And let's see if we had the same toxic message, which is, here we go, that he, you know, you, you treat me like shit. I treat you like shit, but it's okay because we love each other. Uh-huh. Um, let me pull these lyrics up now. Okay. Here's here. If, let's break this down. So this is your friend comes to your house and like, Hey, let me tell you about my new relationship. Uh, we never really know how to like forfeit, you know? Um, but we always know how to talk shit <laughs> to each other. Um, and, and couple, a couple of nights, like we would really like, we, we throw gasoline on the fire, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, we, and, and we know that like, we, we don't really know how to be perfect, mm-hmm. but we always knew what it would, we would work because if like something got misread within each other or something got said, we would just go to the waffle house and figure it out. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like what is happening? Honey, I think you're 40. <laughs> I mean, am I, is that a problem? Did I officially been like kids these days? Cause like the closer, but the thing about this. Okay. So then let's take like any, like it literally any Disney movie ever. Right. Or like uh-huh. basically in, like any movie ever, ever, ever. It doesn't matter if it's Disney or not. And like, uh-huh. it's basically like, Hey, we fight and we like hate each other and like things are terrible and we do terrible things to each other, but it's okay because like we love each other. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, do we, because we've been like so brainwashed 
by this music or not being brainwashed, but just like, just because programmed program, are, are we it's being, in our, it's in our heads. Yes. Are we being mm-hmm. brainwashed mm-hmm. by the music, man? Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like now that marijuana is legal in Maryland, I'm just like, wait, man, <laughs> the radio's telling us what to do, man. It's keeping us in these toxic relationships. No, but is it true? But you know what it does? I mean, think about it. Every songwriter, what do they write about? Oh, woe is me. Love is so sad. Like, why can't we just have songs about healthy relationships? Because there are none. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most of our culture, sadly, is that kind of relationships. And that's what they write about. They're writing about their own crap. How okay? So but how it's everybody's much everybody's stuff? So how much then? Okay, tell me this. And then how, we all relate to it. That's why we like the music. What? <laughs> We're, We're like, not yep. the only ones suffering. I will just go to Think the of Waffle Taylor House. Swift's music. Think of all that. You know, any of them, any of them. You know, that go through a breakup. They write about it, and it's all oh woe is me, but I still love them. What what percentage of toxicity do you think you have to put up with in relationships? Because here's the problem that I have. Okay, here I am, right? I'm five years single. And like my tolerance for bullshit is at like an all-time zero. Like mm-hmm. even my emotions start to get riled up. I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, this is not it for me. But thank Life you very much. It's too short. It's mm-hmm. too short and it's way too peaceful right now as a single man. Uh, I have a Lego set at home I need to go tend to, but thank you very much. You know who doesn't talk back? My Lego set. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think? I mean, what it doesn't what, fight you? Yeah. So what? What level? Because I think okay, so we we have some long term single people that that are like uh, that listen to this show, and I won't call you out, but I know like when, when we talk about single stuff, and what I found with all of our long term single people is we basically say the same thing, which is like it's just so much less drama. <laughs> When you're not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So then I guess, mom, help me sort this out. As someone that's been married now for 50 years, Mm -hmm. what level of toxicness do you have to put up within a relationship? Like where does my meter need to be so that if I get into a fight, I can just go to the Waffle House and make it better? (laughs) 20%? Well, there's no perfect relationship. You know that. You know, I don't know. I mean, as time goes on, all that stuff is just, it kind of goes by the wayside, honestly. But the, because, is, is it because you just get, get numb to it? No, it's because you've learned to live with each other and you've learned that some of it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, right? So you don't, you don't argue about the same thing. I guess. It, it's just, it, it just seems like it's trivial. Like it just, you know, it's like don't sweat the small stuff. I just don't and know. it's mostly small stuff. I mean, it really is. I think as you get older and as you revolve in your relationship, you really do figure that out, that most of it really and truly in the big scheme of things does not matter. As I long just, as you both are good to each other, love each other, you know, have some sort of relationship that's healthy. To some degree. But what does that you know? even look like? You know, like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. So like, that's what I, I figured out too. Like in my marriage, yeah. I was like, hmm, like as I, I noticed that like our relationship started to get like easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have like issues, but like not a ton. And then I'm like, oh wait, it's because we're just not talking about shit. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, wait a yeah. minute. So we're just uh, <laughs> we're just not communicating. Oh, oh, you're having an affair, so you're busy over there. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Okay, that's my my two cents today on relationships and pop mm-hmm. culture, and are we just brainwashing ourselves? Anyway, um, can I just brag on myself for one second? I really, I try not to make Play this podcast. With your mom, I love it. I don't. I try not to make. And if anyone will be proud of me, be my mom. Don't worry. <laughs> That's right. You're safe here, honey. <laughs> I've always said I could murder somebody. My mom will find a way to justify it for me. <laughs> That's um, right, <laughs> honey. They deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> they should not have done that or said that to you. It is okay. All is forgiven. Y'all see, I have so many issues now. Like this is what I grew up with. Like nobody ever told me I was wrong at anything, and now it's like shocking when someone says I'm wrong. Like, wait, what? What do you mean? Yeah, you my must mom. Not know who I am? Yeah, my mom never said I did one thing wrong. You should call her. Um, I am perfect in every way. I try not to make this podcast like all about me. Like I try not to like just fully like all, like me, 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 me. But I do want, and I don't really have a way to like really turn this outward. So I'm just like, okay, we're just gonna because technically, you may hear on the radio show and and, and like. We'll talk about our lives, but it's really like based on you. And that's kind of like a technique that we learn where it's like we can talk about ourselves, but it seems like it's about you so that it, you feel more included in the conversation. So like, for Just example. Just like the lyrics in those songs. <laughs> kind mm. of, yeah. We're, mm, we're like, we'll start a conversation. Of. It'll be like, you ever find yourself in this kind of situation before where like, and so all of a, all of a sudden it's like, it's like based on you. It's not really based on us, right? But this way, I, I don't really, I can't really figure out a way to do this. So just bear with me here. Um, I am so freaking proud of myself that I have not had a drink in five years. And yes. we haven't talked about it. Um, and only because I don't know, this week kind of got away from us and I kind of, I almost forgot, mm-hmm. uh, my sober anniversary was July the 5th and mm-hmm. that's when we were on the break anyway. So I kind of, and I kind of forgot about it this week got busy. So anyway, yeah. So, so the fifth uh, was my five year sober anniversary and I'm really freaking proud of that. Not necessarily yes. that like I quote unquote have kicked alcohol for that long, but mm-hmm. the fact that like I set out to like do something that was pretty challenging i guess uh, and, very much so for a single person yeah i did it and like for five years like i've done it now successfully and mm-hmm. it's been it hasn't been like the easiest and there's days that like i kind of wish i i wasn't doing it um mm-hmm. and, and there may be a day i do drink again i don't know i just haven't just haven't found that day yet right um backstory in case you're new to our podcast you don't really know my story i never really had a drinking problem but i just i really 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 rough night out one night that's when the night i did molly and like it was just like I, I just even before that though like i noticed myself having like two or three drinks a night and i'm like this is mm-hmm. probably not good but like it's getting me through right now mm-hmm. so then the molly hit and i'm like okay i gotta clean my life because like, i went into that bad depression and i'm like oh this is it's basically anything that was like bad for me i cleared out and i told myself let me give let me go like three six months without drinking and let me see if i can uh, let me see how i feel right and that was five years ago and i just haven't i haven't gone back yet um and I, again, I, it wasn't really hard to give up per se, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I felt so shitty at the time that I was mm-hmm. like almost desperate to do anything to not feel more depressed. Right. Uh, but I, I, I didn't like, I don't know, like I, even though I was drinking a lot in those last couple of minutes, last month or two, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't like a big part of my life. Drinking wasn't like a big part of my so I don't really go out that much, period, you know? Mm-hmm. It was when I was, like, in my 20s. My 30s really wasn't, wasn't like, a huge part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I – yeah, I, it's more of the fact that, like, I have been able 
even like where there's times where I want to drink, which is not when I'm stressed anymore, but more of like social situations. But I've just kind of told myself that like I'm dedicated to feeling good, right? So I haven't. And I haven't drank now for officially five years. What is that mm. noise? I'm sorry. I had the mic. Something sounds mic crazy. Off. I thought it was gone. You can still hear it. Yeah, what is that? It's our yard guy with a blower. Our yard people only come at five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> And it's the only truth. when we're recording. That's the only time. It is the truth. Like my it's y'all, crazy. I live in this condo. They could come literally any time, any day. They come literally. They wait for the mic to turn on. <laughs> and it's like every and almost say, every day too. It's like every other day. I'm like, damn. Like mm. that's anyway. Uh, yeah. So I'm just. I don't know. I'm just. I am really proud of myself that I'm mm. able to like pull that off. And like it's changed my life in so many, so many ways mm-hmm. that. I, I don't think that I will. Go. I mean, I might, I don't know. I might, might drink again, but like, I just, I don't really feel the need to anymore. And like being out of the drinking culture has been so interesting to watch. And it's oh, not necessarily, yeah. it's not easy because everybody drinks, right? Like maybe, mm-hmm. you know, actually let's, let's, let's do some math on this. Let's do some, we don't, have to, we don't have to wonder anything anymore. We just have to literally type it in. What <laughs> percentage of people are sober. Um, well, it says 40%. That's good. That's crazy. That's good. I believe that. That's a lot a lot more than I thought. It says that, uh, mm-hmm. Despite the nearly 40% of U.S. adults who abstain from drinking alcohol and the rising interest of drinking uh, less or going alcohol-free anyway. Um, See, that should make you feel even better. You're not such an odd poll. That's that, that doesn't seem right to me because I feel like I'm literally the only person in the world that <laughs> doesn't drink, but – um, I, I, my, when my brother was here, it was so funny just because I don't really go to bars anymore. Um, but we were, my brother and I were on a walk uh, one afternoon when he was here and we stopped into a bar uh, to go pee. Uh, and oh my God, you know, I've not, I've not been in a bar. God, I don't even know. I can't tell you the last time I went to a bar. Well, like he during, probably hasn't either. During bar hours. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh Oh my God. Like every now and then I'll get like these subtle reminders, like why I don't want to drink because Mm -hmm. also too, like y'all know me. And if you need uh, another reminder of why I don't drink, just go look at the nine, uh, the 9,090 piece Titanic Lego set in my (laughs) other room right now. Cause I can't do anything a little bit. Right. Like it's just my Uh personality. I'm either like, I'm either not drinking or like I'm going on a binge and like (laughs) it's, it's one or the other. So I, I choose not to drink because I just, I I can't not do whatever I'm doing to the absolute most. So, um, but yeah, so I'll give these these subtle reminders of like, man, I don't want to go back to this shit. So like I, yeah, we went to this bar and it was so loud and so crazy. And I'm like, "Uh," and if you wonder too, like I, I just, I, it, it, and that's all I need to say about it. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just proud of myself. And I know we have a couple people on this show that uh, have given up drinking and they're, you know, really proud of themselves too. So shout out to all my sober buddies. And it, I always say this too, like, it seems really daunting, just like the whole vegan thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you ever just like feel overwhelmed, but you want to make a change in your life that I've made and uh, you know, you can always, always reach out to me because I'm here to like kind of help you through it. Cause I know that like, I wish I kind of had somebody that was around me that wasn't drinking at the time um, mm-hmm. to like kind of talk me through it. So, you know, if you need help with something I've done, just 
let me know. And well, I'm very proud of you, honey. Oh, well, thank you, Mom. I had a for feeling a lot you of would reasons, be. But that is, I mean, that is remarkable. And I know when you first stopped drinking, our, and the first time I guess I came to San Diego, San Diego after that, and we were sitting, um, I think we we're at the Hotel Coronado, yeah, and we were having um, our little sparkling water with lemon or lime or something, and we were having a grand time. Yeah, and I remember saying, uh, like, we don't need alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is really lovely. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just like just like my life now, it's just kind of normal. So anyway, yeah. there's no real point. Nothing to take away from that, but I'm just wanting to brag on myself for a couple seconds. So yeah. All right, we'll get to our quote for today. Okay, it's from Stephen Chabosky. There's nothing like deep breaths after laughing that hard. Nothing in the world like a sore stomach for the right reasons. You know, that is that is so true. Do you ever just like laugh so hard? It is the best. It is the best thing ever when you're with a friend or a family, whomever, and something is just so funny that you're you're literally your stomach aches. <laughs> that is the best feeling. Just the best feeling. I have that a lot of times with with my friend Margot on the phone. I mean, we crack up about stuff and we'll be like almost just in tears laughing about probably some crazy old woman stuff. Or, you know, my friend Kim. I mean, we just love to laugh. Laughter truly is great medicine. And when you're down and blue, go watch a funny movie or watch a comedian and just laugh. It is such good soul food. It's one of my favorite things about the radio show. It's like, I I mean, we basically laugh all morning, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many funny calls that come in and, Mm -hmm. um, but can, I guess like if you, if you listen to the radio, if I listen back to the radio show, like I laugh a lot during the show and some of it's like a a hee hee, you know, maybe even a little forced at times. Mm. Um, and then some of it's like a, like a genuine laugh. And then sometimes y'all like I even get thrown off because it's things are so funny. And Uh one of those things happened this week. Uh, because again, like it's yeah, I'll get some crazy calls. Yeah, if you're crazy laughing, things going on. If you're literally laughing all morning, you have to understand too that like your tolerance kind of changes too. Mm-hmm. Like Twenty years of doing this, heard a lot of stories. Yeah, so your tolerance will change. Well, this morning uh, we we did our kid joke segment, which is where kids just call oh, in yeah. and tell us jokes. <laughs> and literally, this girl got so tripped up on her joke, and she said she literally stopped and she's like, "Oh shit!" And like <laughs> just like hearing that was so <laughs> funny to me because she was like. It was just, it was like an addition 13. It was like, just like, just like, just like, like, it's almost like her inner dialogue, you know, but like she accidentally said it out loud. And like, when I can genuinely laugh hard like that, like, when I'm like, like Jess and I were genuinely like hearty laughing. It makes you feel so good. There's nothing better, dude. There's nothing better than uh-uh. something that literally, and I'm not talking about, oh yeah, that's funny. haha. But like a no. genuinely like catches you off guard. You're like out of control. Yes. It's like almost orgasmic in a sense, right? Where yes. you're just like, I have no control over this, but this just yes. feels so good right now. And you just can't stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so good. Today's so podcast good. is brought to you by our friends over at Care of. You know, Care of is great. We're talking about like five years sober now, right? Like sometimes you just like, for example, number one thing I had to do when I decided to be sober was get all the alcohol out of my house, right? Like that was it. And then like mm-hmm. not put myself in situations where I was going to be tempted to drink until I kind of got used to not drinking, right? Sometimes you just need like a plan of how to pull off these new life changes you want to do. Well, getting healthier is one of them. The Care of actually is 
a great tool for you. It's a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every single month. So then there's like no excuse. I found that with being healthy, the only way I'm going to stay healthy is if I if it like literally is the only option I have is to be healthy. Does that make sense? <laughs> so like, for example, if let's just All say nothing. <laughs> in my refrigerator, I have like my meal preps mm-hmm. and then I have like a Chipotle bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I'm always going to choose the bad option. <laughs> right. Even I'm like, I got to eat healthy. Today. If it's there, like I'm going to do it because. Oh, yeah, we're human. Right. So of that's course. why I can't do it. But it's the same thing with care of like, like your supplements are there. Like they're there every single day. You mm-hmm. have your packet every single day. So how this works is you, you do a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals. And then you're going to get personalized doctor back recommendations of what you should take. And then you can, they'll literally send you these little vitamin packs every single day. So you get 30 or 31 vitamin packs every single month shipped to your house with the supplements that you choose by these recommendations. And then every day you just got to rip it open. It's easy. Like it's there. It's easy. And I, I promise you, you're going to feel better. Plus their app just got updated too to like work on your whole holistic health. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like it kind of takes the guesswork out of this stuff. Cause sometimes, like I said, you just need somebody or something to help you along the way. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com, enter code Kramer50, takecareof.com, enter como, uh, promo code Kramer50 for 50% off your first care of order. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, certified fans, how are we? Man, I'll tell you what. Like for those where that are, are the, we? Yeah, <laughs> truly. Um, where's anybody? Uh, no, this. Yeah, we. I was listening to uh, the upside, and Jeff Dollar is kind of going through what we're going through, which is almost like a restructuring of the show. Uh-huh. And uh, this summer, he said his listenership's 40% down right now. Mm. We're not far behind that. We're about mm. 35% down right now mm. uh, because summer months are hard. So for those that, that are continue yes. to press play, like yes. for this, these months, thank you so much. And mm. like certified fans, you realize it's like you guys that are able to keep this going. Cause in the summer months, man, like it's hard. Like I basically my mom, I, I was running this math for my mom the other day and this is no joke. So if you're wondering how much money, well, my, we can talk about this because we're done with the commercials, but like literally <laughs> I'm making about $6 an hour mm-hmm. doing this show. Okay. <laughs> so like no bullshit. Not even minimum wage. Yeah. $6 Half an hour minimum wage. Uh, by doing this show. So like, my point is, and that's not like, oh, well, it's me, but more of like, uh, it is tough in these summer months because listenership is down. We sell less ads. So like we're really fan, so fan supported right now that like, every every penny is so important. So thank you for any of those that the you know that contribute to our show. It really means a lot to us. Certified fans, it's a $6 a month contribution to the show. You get the perks on the back end by doing it. One of those perks, and you'll, you can go, you can just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, okay? So for those that, by the way, that thought I was getting rich off this podcast, you now know I make $6 an hour. Um, so <laughs> it's literally... 
I, I rarely take money, <laughs> but if I do, just know that I'm literally only able to take about $6 an hour. That's how much I'm, mm-hmm. how about that? That's how much the show is earning. That is will buy you not too much, even on Timu. <laughs> okay. That's, that's three, three phone cases on Timu is what I can buy, <laughs> which is right. nice. That's nice. That's why I have to do Timu because uh, it's the only way. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so just uh, my point is thank you. And you can see the perks by texting the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. I mean, I could really use some more people this month. Like three people will keep us on track. So if you're mm-hmm. wondering, do we need you? The answer is yes. One of the perks that you'll see by texting is that we do show dedications and shout outs. And so what that means is if you join, we'll dedicate the show to you instantly. You'll get that show dedicated to you. And then you'll also be put into our Wheel of Certified Fans where every day we spin our wheel and we shout out somebody who contributes to the show and has been a fan and kind of get to know a little bit about them. 57 is our number today. If you couldn't wow. hear the wheel in the background, so we're going to go way back. 57. It is Anna You. Hi, okay. Anna. Anna comes to us from San Diego, California. Anna has been awesome. here since the third day of Certified Fans, uh, which is a very long time now. Mm-hmm. Anna is also very young. Um, if I'm reading this correctly, Anna, your birth date, um, you're not very young, but you're younger than, than most of us. Uh, I won't. I don't. I just don't want to give out your info like that. Mm. Seems a little invasive, but uh, you may be our youngest certified fan. Actually, now that mm. I'm kind of just browsing through numbers here, you may excluding be, their animals. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you may be our youngest certified fan, which is crazy. So um, I'm just browsing really quick. Uh, I think you might be. Anyway, the point is, you've been here for a mm. while. Um, here's somebody else is tied with you, but. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you're one of our youngest certified fans. So thank you for that. Really appreciate that. Uh, honestly, I uh, especially people that have been here for three. You've been here since the second day we had this, and you're still here and like mm-hmm. press and play, continue support. And I don't know if you listen to every episode or you don't, but the fact is, you still contribute. And that you know, hopefully, this podcast brings joy to multiple people because of. And right now, literally, I think it is just multiples. Like it may be two people listening this month, but. Um, <laughs> We are, we're very thankful to uh, <laughs> me and your dad. Yeah, my parents. They, they listen back and enjoy it. So you're spreading kindness when you support Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, all right, let's give let's give her a whoop whoop, mom. Give her some love and thank okay. you so much for being here for th- over three years now. Yes, whoop whoop to Anna Yu from California. So grateful for you. If you want to support us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. You can go in the show notes of the podcast, too, or go to certifiedmamasboy.com. Okay, so this Ask My Mom is a doozy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's going to be rated PG-13, so I'm just going to warn you that. You've got little ears mm-hmm. in the car, even though we already broke down the Morgan Wallen song, so I feel like you're, you're already in at this point. Uh, Ask Mom is our advice segment. We do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you're ever going through a dilemma, you need some motherly advice, you just need to go to certifiedmamasboy.com and submit your story under Contact Us. My mom will read it. We'll keep you anonymous, promise you, and then my mom will give you her motherly advice, and then we, as your podcast family, will hop in and give you our two cents as well. So, Mom, what do we have today? A real doozy, like you said. (laughs) Dear Mama Nancy, I live upstairs in a two-story house with a couple in their 50s who own the house and live downstairs. I've only been in this apartment for about three months, and it's great. But one thing that is freaking me out is that when my one landlord goes to work, 
another man comes over and they have sex all morning. (laughs) (laughs) I work from home and I can hear them all morning. I don't think the wife realizes that I'm home because I park my car down the block so it's never in front of the house. I never hear my landlords fighting, and they always seem to be happy, which is why this is so difficult for me to witness. I don't really know them, though, so I don't think I really owe them anything. So what should I do? Just keep it to myself? (laughs) Is there any good scenario if I tell him? Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Uh, I know who this is, by the way. and uh, this is. You share houses and like, I can only imagine things that are said and heard and everything else. But damn, you would think if you're going to have an affair (laughs) that like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be doing that. And it seems like they could hear that you're there. Yeah. Maybe they're so into whatever they're doing. They're not hearing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you know, if it really bugs you, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I maybe play some music or something and let them know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> that might be okay. So that's actually probably pretty good. Cause first, my first thought was like, just don't say or do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like leave it alone, you know? Right. And like, but that's annoying though. I Who know. wants to listen to that? I know. <laughs> no, no. I think I would have to make some kind of noise or I think I would. I would just play music so that they're aware that I'm there right. and see what happens. They yeah. may keep it up. If they do, turn your music up louder. <laughs> yeah. So you can't hear them. Because I don't think you can like go to your landlord and say anything, right? Can, I don't are we think all in so. agreement that like them. Yeah, like that's just Mm-mm. a really uncomfortable conversation. That I don't even see unless you're ready to move. Like, yeah, like what? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. Because, like, what? Okay, so here's like here's another thing. Is like, I mean, everybody's relationship is different. So then, like, mm-hmm. what if they're like, oh yeah, we're you know we're we're swingers, we're swingers or whatever, you know? <laughs> then, then all of a sudden, like, then it's, it's like super awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, like when I see people with other people, I just can't assume that like it's an affair going on because I've, I've only because I've been doing the radio show for so long <laughs> and I've heard like so many different kinds of like relationships, you know, and heard so many songs. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> I just don't I don't know, man. Uh, I, mm. I don't think you can say anything. It's more mind your business. But also, like if you're locked into a lease. If you're locked into a lease, it's like, what are you going to do? Right. Like you can't I really. I would definitely play some music. Yeah, I think that's probably just just have your presence known. Uh huh. Exactly. And then at that point, they've got to like. They've got to decide. Yeah, if they really want. Yeah. If it keeps up, just turn the music up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if you're working from home, maybe you can't play music. Sure. In the background, I don't know, but. Yeah, somehow let them know you're there. Maybe you should park your car out front. That's a good idea too. Uh huh. Just I would just I mean let them know you're there. Yeah, I think if you make your presence known, and it's kind of up to them to figure out like what they're going to do. You know, Mm -hmm. exactly. 888-Kramer8. You ever want to hop in the show? You know what to do. You can be a part of it. That's what makes our podcast different. You guys can always, you know, this is a two way street. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes it, I think, more interesting. So if you ever want to be a part of the show, 888-Kramer8. Call, text, be a part of the show. 
And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. You know what I got to do tonight? I got to figure out how to clean out my pee trap. You ever cleaned out a pee trap before? I didn't even know that was a thing. I keep, I keep having issues underneath my sink in my bathroom, my master bathroom. And one of my friends is like, oh, have you cleaned out the pee trap? And I'm like, I don't know the hell pee trap. I'm 40 years old. I've never a pee trap before. It's like that little like like loop thing underneath your sink. Uh, she's like, I, I think you might want to go check that because if you've never cleaned that out before. I'm like, I've no, I didn't know we had to clean our pee traps out. So say a prayer that YouTube can teach me how to do this. I'm going to go clean my pee trap and... <laughs> Hopefully your day is looking much more exciting. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.